Hey, what is up guys? Thank you for joining me today. We're talking about the six on the Enneagram and leadership and can sixes be leaders or make good leaders? And uh, so let's get into this. I would say, of course they can. Sixes can be great leaders. But probably a better answer to that question is to give the, to give the answer to the questions that sixes would probably give. It all depends, <laughs> okay? Because sixes, uh, you guys that are sixes, you know, it, it all depends. Um, what do you mean by leadership? What do you mean? What position is it? What kind of job is it? And sixes are very much people that, you know, it all depends. Sixes are sweet and sour. They are, you know, they're very uh, dependable and they're very reliable. Um, if they are willing to show up and, and be a part of it um, and, and lead. Sixes, you know, can be very friendly and outgoing or they might be very shy and reserved. Sixes, uh, when I say sixes are sweet and sour, I mean, it all depends with sixes. Is if they're engaged and they feel like that they're um, in an environment where they can be useful and productive and they're cared for and they're valued, then they're going to probably respond appropriately to that. But if they're in an environment where, you know, they're uh, they don't feel secure and they don't feel like their value is that they're important and they're valuable and that they're being heard, then they could be very, you know, problematic or they could have a lot of problems with an environment like that. So it all depends. That's the answer for sixes. Is it all depends. Um, so let's talk about sixes a little bit, and then we're going to get into a list of what sixes are like and what you know what they're like as leaders. Um, sixes are very dependable, reliable, problem-solving people. Um, they, um, they are good in a crisis because they anticipate crisis. Sixes personalities are built on the, on the idea that there's trouble in the world, that there's danger and threats in the world. And so the best way to be, uh, to handle those threats is to be proactive and to be ready is to preempt, you know, those threats. And sixes are a fear type. They're probably the most obvious of the fear types um, with fives and sevens. Sixes are in that fear category. And uh, sixes handle their fear by being proactive, by preempting the threats by strategizing and by problem solving and by trying to forecast danger and forecast the threats and then, and then prepare for those threats and be ready for them. Um, now sixes, most of them will probably tell you that they do feel fear, they do feel anxiety and it registers with them and it, it's very obvious to them that they, they do have that sense of fear. Um, some sixes, though, I believe, may not register fear as much. They may kind of, it, it's there, it's beneath the surface, but it may not be as obvious to them that that's what's motivating them. Um, sixes um, try to manage their fear and anxiety by, by following rules. Some of them are very rule-following and rule-conscious um, and some are much more relational and by developing connections and by being uh, developing connections that will support them in times of crisis or in times of difficulty. And some kind of muscle themselves up and 
move in toward the whatever's got them afraid to sort of push it back and and displace that fear. So there's different ways that they might manage their fears, but they're a fear type. Sixes have radar up. Everybody has their radar up. Uh, every personality type has the radar that they're they're looking for something. All the personality types, by the way, are defensive mechanisms. They're all self-protective. All nine of them are self-protective defense mechanisms. And sixes probably is the most obvious that they are a defense type and their radar is up for potential threats. For their reading potential threats, what might be a danger, what might become a danger, what what contingencies are we not planning for and we need to make sure that we're we're aware of what could go wrong. And so they're poking holes all the time um, in people's plans and also in people. So their radar is up not only to what are potential threats, but their radar is up for are people a legitimate, um, believable, and worthy of my trust? So their radar is up to kind of to determine are people actions, are people's actions in line with their stated beliefs? Are people reliable and trustworthy or are they um, you know just feeding you a line to get you to um, um, to placate you or do these people really mean what they say are they reliable and trustworthy so sixes are really problem solvers okay they're they're really problem solvers but sometimes sixes have a hard time trusting their own ability to solve those problems. It may be difficult for them to feel like they've got enough information or that they know enough uh, and they can kind of become into like what's called analysis paralysis. It can keep them from taking action sometimes when they should take action because they, they have maybe so much reservation or so much fear of what could go wrong or a lack of trust in their own ability to to, to do it, to get it done, and to be successful. You know, they may know what needs to be done, um, but then not feel like that they are adequately prepared or the adequate person to do this job. And so they can kind of get into that analysis paralysis of not taking action, even though they know they should, because they don't know that it's going to work out okay. They don't know that it's going to be all right. And so they're looking for external support and validation and encouragement and cooperation. They want to be a part of the team. Six is probably more than anybody want to be a part of the team and are very team conscious and want to uh, know that they're supported and know that uh, you're going to be there for them, that you're going to be a reliable support and a reliable help. And sixes may not really want that position of leadership um, in terms of like the actual titles and all that because to stand up above everybody else as the leader makes you a target. It makes you a target. And people, you know, will now, you know, maybe turn on you or turn against you. And sixes don't want, they're very aware of that. Of Are people, you know, for me or against me or turning on me? So leadership might be something that sixes could do well because they're good problem solvers, they're good at analyzing, they're good at preparing, they're, they're good in a crisis, but leadership may be one of those things that's hard for sixes to actually enjoy because they may have the tendency to doubt themselves 
um, and they may have the tendency to feel like they don't know enough or they don't have enough information um, that that there's too many directions we could go in and this one has its possibilities and this one has its possibilities and how do I know for sure which is the right way to go so they might second guess themselves they might get caught up in second guessing themselves and doubting themselves and um, it may be hard for six and also the fear that if I try to lead this group of people what if they resent me or what if they you know um, what if this fractures and damages the relationships which leadership can do I mean when you start ordering people around and telling them what to do you know they can resent you for that and sixes are going to be highly attuned to that it's going to be hard for them to to be function well in a in a in a situation or an environment where they feel like they might you know be developing resentment or people were developing resentment against them so what's the answer can leaders can sixes be leaders it all depends okay and that's the best answer i can give you because that's exactly the answer sixes would give about everything if you ask a six you know is is um uh, you know ask them any question uh, they're going to they're going to respond with that devil's advocate kind of answer of well it all depends you know what do you mean by that um, is it okay to celebrate Christmas you know um, uh, pagan holiday is it okay to say Merry Christmas or should you say happy holidays is it okay if you're a Christian to have a Christmas tree is it okay to tell your kids about Santa Claus it all depends it all depends it all depends everything depends uh, what do you mean by that? Give me more information. And sixes, you know, they can kind of have that mentality that there are certain groups out there that are trying to destroy us and other groups that will keep us safe. And if we can fight and avoid these groups and align ourselves with those groups, then we're going to be okay. We're going to be safe. Sixes can be, um, you know, your best friend. Uh, the six wing seven is called the buddy. And, you know, they... They are outgoing, fun-loving types that are very conscious of of how the relationship's going, and you know are are uh, so sixes can be very likable, um, folksy, uh, charming people that you know are can be come across as very light-hearted. Although I don't think they're very light-hearted. I think they're very heavy-hearted. I think they're. They're constantly, you know, taking in information and evaluating information, and and are we getting along? And is everything okay? And um, is our relationship okay? And is is our friendship okay? And it's just like everything can be such a such a um, a source of anxiety for sixes. They want to be prepared, you know, in case something happens, and they kind of believe that something is going to happen. Um, the sixes are very conscious of the underdog and making sure that you know that the the common man sixes are fighters for the common man you know um, they they recognize that authoritarian figures can be abusive and oppressive to the common man and to the underdog and sixes immediately want to align with the common person and and be a support and a help to the common man and in that way kind of you know are suspicious of authorities are often suspicious of authorities and can sometimes even become like mutinous against authorities who who may or may not have done anything wrong 
but we got to make a preemptive strike, you know, against these authorities before they turn against us. Sixes will feel anxiety at times, and sometimes they're not only problem solvers, but watch this, can be problem seekers, okay? Problem seekers. To a six, you know, uh, everything is a problem to be solved. Um, everything is a potential danger, a potential threat, a potential problem. And so sixes sometimes forecast their inner anxiety on the external world and see problems when there aren't any problems there. And sometimes can create problems. Sixes, sometimes you guys can create problems for yourself because of your, your over-anxious mind. You can create problems where there wasn't a problem. You can sort of like, you know, um, not only... For, um, see potential problems, but you can sometimes project them out and create problems. You know, kind of that, well, what did you mean by that statement, right? You know that, what did you mean by that statement? It can take a conversation that's fine. It's batting back and forth and, oh, I like your dress. Oh, I like your shirt. Oh, I got this at the, you know, at the store. Well, I got this at the mall. Well, what did you mean by that? And now all of a sudden, now there's this tension, right? Well, what did you mean by that? You know, this tension of, of the six can feel the anxiety and kind of always be listening to people like, well, what did they mean by that? What did they, why did they say that to me? You know, or those, those three went out to lunch. And they didn't take me. I wonder what they mean by that. I wonder what's, I wonder what they're up to. And then out of that fear, you can then become someone who brings, you know, a, a sense of, of, um, tension into your family or tension into your workplace with your constant questioning and your constant suspicion you can bring that into the environment and now people are maybe now turning against you because because uh, uh they feel threatened by your your provocation they feel threatened by your questioning of them and so then now they're like well what's gotten into mary you know what's gotten into sam like wow um, okay, so tuned in and assessing threats, and I think that that doubting, that constant doubting that sixes struggle with, doubting whether, you know, what did people mean by that, and well, why did they say this, or why did, why did that person get this promotion, that constant doubting, and even doubting themselves. I think really when sixes like get up and they give a presentation, and doubting the presentation, and doubting the... You know, sixes can get so caught up in that doubting of people and suspicion of people and suspicion. They get it in themselves, too. They become suspicious of themselves and doubting themselves. I think that the six would naturally, they could present and do a great job presenting information. But then if they get a lot of questions and get a lot of, you know, pushback from it, they're going to naturally doubt themselves and well maybe I maybe all my information was wrong maybe I really don't know oh maybe I what am I who do I think I am who do I think I am that I get up and make this present and that's going to be hard when it comes to being a leader is that self-doubt and that doubting of the team and the doubting of the authorities ahead of you or on top of you that's going to create problems in terms of leadership is you know people follow those others that have confidence people follow confidence that's what they follow they follow confidence um and i think a six if you're a six you're going to have to uh 
you're going to have to work on that. You know, just when do I know enough that I can have confidence? Okay, and then if I if I if I've thought about it and I've I've, I've pros and cons and I've weighed it all out and I've tried to see different points of view, but now I've made a decision that you know X is the right choice. Now I need to be confident about it because it's going to be hard for people to follow you if you can see every other side of the point of view, and it's going to be hard for people to follow you if you don't have confidence in yourself and confidence in what you're doing and confidence that this is the right course. So once you've worked through your questioning, I think, and you get to that point of, okay, I know enough to make a decision, which I think it's going to be so hard for you sixes because even after you get to that point of, I know enough to make a decision, sometimes, okay, let me put it like this. Sometimes sixes, you know, let's say whatever the latest thing is, you know, people throw out all this nonsense like, Oh, you need, you know, high protein diet. You need to go on keto, right? That's how you lose weight, keto. Okay, so the something like this comes up, whatever. There's always something, right? You need acai berries or whatever they are. A-C-A-I. You need acai berries or goji berries. or You know, there's always some latest trend that everybody's into, some fad. So the fad for a while there was keto diet. It maybe still is. Or the South Beach diet or... You know, I mean, these things just, whatever they are. I think a six, this is what happens. They hear about the keto diet. Everybody's on the keto diet. Everybody's on the blood type diet. Everybody's on the whatever it is, okay? And they're suspicious of it naturally. So they go do research on it and they read books or they go and watch some YouTube videos or they talk to a bunch of friends and they get all this information, which for most people they would then make a decision and say, okay, the keto diet sounds good. I'm going to do the keto diet. The six is going to probably like get all this information, do all this research, gather all these facts. And then at the end of that research, feel more confused than they did when they started. That's probably what's going to happen to sixes on most everything is they're going to, they're going to become aware the awareness is going to pop up in the conscious consciousness, you know, about this is the diet you ought to be on. The fruit and vegetable only diet, the keto diet, the high protein diet, the the Atkins diet, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I mean, it could be anything. And the 6 is going to turn their problem-solving skills on and they're going to research and gather information and ask questions and poke holes and dig and all this. And then they're going to get, you know, done with their stack of books, done with their hours of research. And at the end of all that, the, the tendency, okay, the tendency is at the end of all that for them to shrug their shoulders and say, I'm more confused now than when I started. That's that's what that's sick stuff, okay? Um, to get to that point where you go, you know, I know enough that I know enough that this seems like the right choice. That's hard, but you got to get there. You got to get there where I, I've done enough research, I've done enough reading, I've done enough thinking. But I, but what's going on? I think in sixes is it's hard for them to trust their own ability to reason and sort through a problem 
to the point where they're satisfied with it. That's why they look for external support in their life. They look for people that will help help them in that process. Not tell them what to do. Not tell them what to think. No, that's not going to work. Not tell them what to do or tell them what to think or tell them it's no big deal. Shrug it off. It's going to be okay. Sixes aren't looking for that. They're just looking for somebody who will be a support to help them work through their problems so that they can get to the other side of them and feel like they've got a solution that's going to work. It's all going to be okay. We can relax and and everything's going to be okay. Um, So if you're in a relationship with a six, realize they kind of need you to be a sounding board for them to help, in a sense, hold their hand through problem solving so so that they can get to the other side of that to a comfortable solution that they've come up with, a comfortable solution they've come up with where they either have a plan or they recognize, well, it's probably going to be okay. But you can't just tell them it's going to be okay and that's going to work. they got to get to that. They've got to reason through that. But that's the issue is they sometimes, I think they feel like there's a monkey wrench in their gears of, of analyzing and getting to the point where they can feel okay with something. It's like they don't trust their own ability to reason through which is ironic because they are the problem solvers, right? If I had a issue and I needed a solution, I'm going to find a six to help me solve that problem, okay? Because sixes are going to think through all the contingencies. They're going to think through all of the possibilities, and they're going to get to the solution to the problem. That's what sixes do. Yet for themselves, you see, for themselves, they don't trust their own ability at times to solve those problems or that it's going to be okay. So sixes, which is so, it's strange, isn't it? They, they are the most likely to logically, objectively solve problems and handle crisis and be prepared, yet they have a hard time trusting that they have that ability to for themselves. <laughs> We're broken, aren't we? We're all broken. All right, so uh, let's talk about... Um, Motivated to try to establish a sense of safety on their own, sixes adapt to what often feels like a dangerous world by developing the ability to forecast the future, detecting inconsistencies in people's stories or in their behavior. Uh, They have a defensive stance. Um, They can be very reliable and hardworking employees. The loyal skeptic. You see that? It depends. I'm loyal if the environment's right and I feel like I can trust everybody and I'm valued and I'm cared for. You know, I'm I'm loyal, but then look, I'm skeptical. That's what the six is called, the loyal skeptic. They're sweet and sour, but they're also suspicious and skeptical. And if everything is going great right now, guess what sixes are thinking? Wait for the other shoe to drop, right? If everything's going great, then you probably know that something bad's about to happen. So sweet and sour, um, they're, they are extremely loyal, disciplined, hardworking, you know, problem solving, handle it type people, right? But then they also can be suspicious, skeptical, and st- starting coalitions and mutinies against Um, the very people they're working for. Okay. Analytical, strategic, um, logical. Those are all six characteristics. Um, Again, they see potential problems everywhere. 
the anxiety that's inside can sometimes be projected outside and be amplified and sometimes you can make it worse for yourself uh, looking for a good authority to trust can become problem seekers uh, and sometimes find problems where they don't exist I, I have a lot of sixes in my life as probably most of you guys do and I can verify this especially in church work is um, you know sixes are, are are devil's advocates they're gonna raise their hand and ask questions and it's kind of like they feel like if they don't ask questions not that they don't agree with you because they may completely agree with what you've said but they're testing you to see do you really believe what you said but they're testing you because it's kind of like this idea is if they don't test you what if we all just get blindly behind this person and follow them they might lead us off a cliff and so somebody needs to test what's being said somebody needs to you know make sure that we've got all of our facts right somebody needs to try to be a devil's advocate and poke holes in this theology or poke holes in this argument just to test it to make sure because we, if we just blindly follow if we just blindly follow we might be taken advantage of we might be oppressed we might be and so that's six stuff they they can be great supporters but they can also at times be so frustrating because they can they can forecast problems and create problems when there were no problems there Okay. Um, remaining calm in a crisis. All right, well, here's some characteristics. I don't have many. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six characteristics of uh, sixes, six for six, okay? Six characteristics for sixes uh, when it comes to leadership. Number one, good analytical minds for evaluating data and doing research. Logical reason, abstract thinking. All right, um, I think that's very true. Um, Sixes want to get to the bottom of things. They've got that five wing, you know, of research and information, and, but they've got that suspicious nature of the six, right? So they've got that we need to get to the good facts, the right facts, the true facts that are going to be helpful and protect us and save us. And we need to watch out for those false facts, those fake news. We need to be suspicious of that. So sixes have that analytical problem-solving mentality about them, which can be awesome because they're going to make great researchers and they're by nature probably going to be a little bit conspiracy-oriented. You know, um, I had a six just recently tell me, uh, he asked me, he said, do you believe in conspiracies? And I said, well, yeah, sure. I'm sure that there's a lot of conspiracies out there, you know, where people cover the truth in order to protect themselves and he said to me if you don't believe in conspiracies then I have to believe that you are a part of the conspiracy now that's that's sick stuff right conspiracies abound around us and we want to we want to root through and sift through all of that to get to the the real truth to keep ourselves safe that's what it's all about it's fear it's to keep yourself safe so I think a lot of preppers you know could be sick stuff build a bunker and be prepared and you know fill your house with rice and beans get some guns you know and protect yourself that's all sick stuff vote for the right candidate that's gonna keep our country safe 
and support our police departments and root for the home team and you know it's that's all six stuff um it's all managing fears and managing anxiety um okay next number two good troubleshooters um they have an excellent ability to assess scenarios and locate threats and poke holes in plans and identifying potential problems before they occur but again sometimes there can be a negative of of identifying perceived problems you know that you can sometimes break off relationships with people because you you perceive that they might not be trustworthy you know because of of you know something they said or did and they may be very well be trustworthy people but sometimes you can you can forecast problems that that aren't really there so number was well, that a good is that a good skill for a leader to have an analytical mind yes is that a good skill to be a troubleshooter and a problem solver absolutely um, if it can be balanced if it can be balanced all right skill number three skill at preparation and readiness in the face of things that might go wrong okay is that necessary for leaders absolutely to be able to kind of foresee down the road and say wow this could go wrong we need to make sure we you know i think you know sixes could be really really good in terms of quality control you know is the product that we are producing going to last is it going to you know break down if we're making lawn mowers for example you know let's get a six in there to think of everything that could go wrong with it and make sure that we have fail safe you know systems in place so that this engine can last as long as so that this lawnmower can stay intact i'm saying that because i got a lawnmower that's broken at home but i think a six could be so good at quality control because they're gonna they're gonna foresee everything that could go wrong with this thing you know is this toy gonna choke kids or the battery's gonna fall out is a kid going to get strangled with this, you know, teddy bear? We just make sure that we, we, we put out a product that, that is not going to harm anybody, that's going to be safe, that's going to be... All right, so a skill at preparation and readiness in the face of things that might go wrong. Um, potential dangers, forecasting potential dangers, and then making a plan for contingencies. You know, making a plan for let's make sure that we've got everything in place. Um, I think sixes could be great at like, you know security not maybe security guards but like if your organization needs a plan for security you know or safety a plan for safety for 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 the for the factory or or securing you know um selling security systems or selling security or providing security i think that's the kind of stuff sixes man they're just going to be great at um excellent problem solvers excellent problem solvers well do we need that in leadership of course we do a lot of leaders put off problems they don't want to deal with them sixes they want to solve them they let's deal with them let's talk about them let's work together and collaborate and come up with solutions thinking outside the box um and finding creative solutions okay next number five the ability to be calm in a crisis when everybody is panicked Look, sixes already live in panic, right? Sixes already live in panic. So when when the actual moment of panic comes, I think sixes could be calm during that. I think sixes could be great nurses, great doctors, uh, great ER nurses, great EMTs. 
you know, when there's a time, of, even great police officers, um, when that time of panic comes, you know, they've already, they've already seen this, visualized it in their head many times. And so now how do we operate? Let's stay calm, remain calm. And, you know, and a lot of people might not. So sixes have the ability to kind of be calm in a crisis and ready and adapt, adept and adapt to what is happening and be adept at handling the crisis. And number six, protective and supportive of the team. Yes, sixes are in it for the team. They're in it for the team win, not for their own personal glory, but they feel safe in a team, they feel protected in a team, and they, wanna, they want to protect the team. Um, they want to feel connected to the team. And so, uh, again, they could be suspicious of the authorities, but they're going to be invested in the team. Um, all right, so what else do we want to talk about with sixes? Um, highly rational, logical thinking. Again, they can have a tendency to doubt themselves, which could be a challenge if you're going to be a leader. Um one of the ways they manage their fears is to try to push it away from their conscious mind and to not dwell on it and not think about it. Um, but it's there whether they're aware of it or not. Um, a lot of questions, poke holes in plans and in presentations, can be hard workers, trouble taking action sometimes, <coughs> can be indecisive, we already talked about that. Um, they can, they can, uh, that's, that's the sweet and sour. They can be very precise, organized and detailed, or they can kind of be indecisive, uncertain and disorganized the same person. They can be friendly and, and they can be shy and distant. It all depends on the situation. It all depends on the, uh, you know, that fight or flight or flee, you know, or freeze in fear. Um, so I hope this helps you. If you're a six, maybe you've recognized that about yourself is that in some areas of your life, you might be neat, clean, organized, detailed, and then in other areas, maybe in your own bedroom or your own house, it's disorganized and cluttered. And how can you be so organized and, and focused at work and so disorganized and cluttered with your family? Or maybe it's the other way around, organized and focused at home and disorganized and unfocused at work, uh, friendly and outgoing with with the neighbors and then shy and quiet at work sixes we love you guys i've got a wing six my i'm a seven wing six so i i, I pick up a lot of that anxiety energy there um and what it does for me is you know just personally what it does for me is as a seven you know your your personality is based on what's fun what's going to be happy what's going to bring about the most enjoyment and the seven wing eight the realist, you know, runs after that stuff. But the seven wing six, there's more caution to it. There's that, there's that voice before you buy those jet skis as a seven or buy that four-wheeler as a seven or that Camaro or whatever it is you got your heart set on. That's going to make me happy. That six wing comes along and says, now stop and think, stop and think. Is this really going to... Is this really what you want? Stop and think now before you, before you go lunging after something. Uh, is this gonna is this gonna disrupt your relationships with others in some way? Are others gonna be upset? Uh, now stop and think you now before you um, light the fireworks. Uh, you know, out 
at, you know, in the school cafeteria, are you going to get in trouble? Are you going to get detention? Are you going to get expelled? So that I've appreciated coming to know, you know, the six, I've appreciated that six wing more and more in my life, that it, it's that voice of reason, of logic, that analytical voice that says, now, wait a minute, now stop and think before you do this. What are the consequences? What are the potential consequences of this? And um, it cautions, it cautions and tempers that seven and slows them down a little bit and forces, forces me to, to, um, to have to evaluate my situation a little bit better. I think if I was a seven wing eight, you know, I'd be a lot more likely to get myself into trouble and into danger um, and not care. Um, more like the prodigal son, I think, right? Where the six is that voice of caution. Um, I've got a daughter that's a six and, you know, I can, I can see it in her so much that, that, you know, everything could go wrong and everything could, you know, could potentially backfire. And I've really learned to appreciate, you know, when I first started the Enneagram and started learning about the Enneagram, I think I just kind of like settled for some pretty basic definitions of fours and sixes and really didn't understand them very well. And those two have probably been what I thought were, I just kind of blew them off and I, I, I really wanted to understand um, some of the other numbers more. And I thought, but, but the four and the six have probably been the ones that I have have spent the most time trying to understand. Um, at first, I just kind of blew it off and said, "Okay, sixes, they're scared. They, they, you know, they're fearful. They're timid. Blah blah blah. You know, they're they're team oriented." And I just kind of went with a very general understanding. But I've really spent a lot of time now researching and understanding and analyzing and observing observing sixes, and uh, it's it's been it's been um um. It's been enjoying to learn, you know, get into that mind and understand it a little bit better. And I've profited, you know, in understanding myself better because of that wing six. All right. Well, guys, be present to life. What does that mean for a six? You can be so focused on what could go wrong that you don't appreciate what's right. You can be so focused on what could go wrong in this relationship and what did they mean by that? And what, what why did they say it like that? That sometimes you can, you can miss enjoying Maybe everything's okay. Maybe everything's going to be okay. Maybe maybe it's not going to turn bad, you know. And maybe I could just enjoy today and not worry um, about what could go wrong. Maybe I could just trust that the people in my life mean well for me. And trust that there is a sovereign plan that's bigger than my ability to plan. And that everything is in in the Lord's hands and maybe I don't have to try to solve every problem and maybe life isn't a problem to be solved maybe maybe it's to be enjoyed maybe it's to be lived you know if if you approach your family as a problem that needs to be solved or you approach your church as a problem that needs to be solved or you approach your office work as a problem to be solved then you're going to treat it like it's a problem but if you approach your kids and your family and your husband and your wife as a person to be loved, are the people in your life people to be loved or problems to be solved? 
be present to life. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.